This is Leslie. And this is Liam. And we're trading money stress for real happiness. You are listening to Seeds, a 15-minute debrief on young people's common money challenges. Every episode will bring someone new to the table to plant that foundational seed on how to grow our wealth and unlock our ideal lifestyles. We're so, so glad you're here. And today's guest is Alex, based in the sunny, sunny San Francisco. And we're so excited to have her here because she's actually been a huge advocate for bringing out personal finance in her own network and maybe even hosting some wine nights, girls chats. I'll let her, you know, fill in the rest. Um, But we're so excited to have her on the podcast to chat through how to socialize finances with your friends. So we wanted to ask, Alex, you know our podcast is focused on planting the seed to help trade money stress for real happiness. What does happiness mean to you and how are you using finances to get there? Yeah, well, first off, super, super, super honored to be on this podcast with you all, um, to be a part of something that I've been listening to since almost the beginning. I'm so proud of you all. (laughs) So thank you for this opportunity to share my experience and Hopefully, you know, do some positive influence for other people. Yeah. And uh, to answer this question that I think about every time I listen to the podcast, um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I think that happiness to me is very similar. Someone said this before, but doing what I want when I want, but also thinking about for the people that I love and for also those who are less fortunate. Mm. So um, making sure that I'm in a financial situation where if anything were to happen to me, I'm good, but... For all those who may not have the means or who are part of my family, I can, you know, also uh, protect and help them. Mm. Yeah, I'm honestly so beautiful. And I think that really um, is shared among a lot of people. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to say our generation, but honestly, that might be too narrow. Yeah, it, it really might be kind of the new wave of the way that we approach things, especially just thinking holistically. So I love that, Alex. Um, And I'm super excited to dive in today because we had a submission um, asking around how to talk about finances with your friends. Um, This listener said, I know we're all struggling with the same issues, but it's surprisingly awkward to bake into conversations, even with long-term friends. Alex, I'm going to steal your thunder here, as I already did, um, in mentioning that you actually hosted a, like, girls night or like finance chat and so would love to hear like how did you come up with that idea where did it end up going how how could this listener get started just like you oh my god you know it's a it's an interesting path of how i got in there so i started i moved out to the bay mm-hmm. and when i graduated 2018 and i knew when i moved out here that Um, I was going to go into therapy. There were certain things I want to work on. Mm. Now, what I didn't expect in therapy was to uncover um, what I considered an unhealthy relationship with money. Mm -hmm. So I've had a lot of financial anxiety. Um, You know, I feel like my parents always wanted me to make sure that I was independent, that I was secure, and I could take care of myself. Mm -hmm. So growing up, Mm -hmm. I was always very thoughtful about how I saved money and how I spent it. But with that, as you all know, there's a sense of financial anxiety that comes with checking your accounts and checking your budgets and it's good for the long term but mm-hmm. when you think about your presence and being present and being whole it's like well why do I think this way and why do I feel this way mm. so it was in therapy that I was able to uncover like the things that I was taught or the environment I was around when I was younger 
and how that impacts my relationship now. Because as you all know, when you graduate from college, you're like, okay, you go from being like what a broke college student is to, you know, making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. The government takes a portion. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's like, okay, well, I have all this money. I have these long-term goals. You know, I know I have the type of lifestyle that I want to live. Am I doing the right things to save? And it was just bringing so much anxiety. Um, and I was just, I had a moment like, you know, are my other friends going through this? Mm. I have friends from like all different walks of life. Some who are in the healthcare industry, some who are still in grad school and some who went right into like working in a career in tech. And that's kind of what sparked me wanting to have conversations. There were so many podcasts that I listened to, books, aha moments and things that I learned in, you know, my early twenties, you know, working, starting to pay rent, starting to budget, paying off loans and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this, I, this can't be an isolating experience. I can't be the only one like feeling all this anxiety and stress right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, it's so, so relatable, Alex, because what you just described of like, you go from making practically zero to now you're making a lot of money and I don't really you know, care who you are, as you go from even doing a part-time job to a full-time job, that's a huge jump, no matter what the number is, right? So the fact that you're like sitting, you know, by yourself or like proverbial, proverbially by yourself and thinking to yourself like, oh my gosh, this is way too much. I feel way over my head. Like that, I mean, I've experienced that. That's why I started CWC, you know, like Mm -hmm. so helpful to hear that's what, what really prompted you to start that too. Yeah. And Alex, I also want to know when it comes to talking finances with friends, I think like, so you mentioned you, you hosted that night with a few friends where that was kind of the topic of discussion or was it just something that came up? I'm curious how much planning went into this. And if you were to do it again, is that how you would do it again? Or Mm. would you kind of approach it differently i'm curious to hear your learnings in in terms of how you organize that and the the value that you saw from it (laughs) uh those are amazing questions so i'll answer the first part this was very intentional Mm. so when i like budget i every december end of the year beginning of the year i set financial goals and then from there i set quarterly goals and while i was setting these goals I was like, hmm, I would really love to see how my other friends are going about it. I can read books, I can listen to podcasts, and I can like talk to older people in my family, but it's different, like you all said, to speak to a peer who's mm-hmm. going through a similar experience. Mm-hmm. So I think one day I said, you know what, let me just do like a finance and why night. Uh, and you know, just bring my friends over. It was a little bit more unstructured. I planned it at least a month out because I'm a big planner. I'm less of a go with the floor, if you can't tell. <laughs> love that. Um, <laughs> And I said, you know what, what would I want to get out of it? And how can I help my friends? Because a lot of friends I made out here, they're very new friends and they're people that I work with. And I've had money conversations with them, but all different types. Some about investing, some about paying off loans, some about just like weekend money management. Mm. But I realized these were all siloed conversations and we all had aha moments and great things to walk away with. But as a collective, you know, I can't share all this information to all my friends. So let me bring them together. And I listened to this one podcast. So the podcast is The Secret Life of Black Women. Mm. And they were interviewing the budgetista. And the budgetista, if you all are familiar, she has helped like thousands of women like come out of debt, manage money better. And she was talking about her story. And the theme that I walked away in, which I incorporated into my wine finance night was do the work required. 
Right. And so with the theme, I was able to determine, okay, if theme is do the work required, now what are my actionable steps? And I made it into a two-part phase um, based off of this one phrase that she said. She said, work required is not working hard. You know the work is required when you've accomplished something to get what you want. And for me, that was accomplishing wow. my financial goals. Um, and it's not that I'm working hard, but it's like I'm doing something actionable that gets me to where I want to be long term. Wow. And then there's another portion that was new levels, new devils. And I thought to myself, who better to talk about these new devils, which are, you know, all of these additional expenses, life changing, um, how to be managing than my girlfriends. We talk about boys. We talk about pop culture. We talk about the weather. Right. Like, why aren't we talking about like finances, about some of these new devils that we're encountering? So mm -hmm. um, the first half was about personal reflection. So we had everybody write down, what are your top 10 values? And then the second part, um, what are your financial goals? So that we can see, you know, where is that alignment? And we wrote down financial goals from um, the first half of 2020 to the second half, the next two years, and the next five years. And I found that this was a super connecting moment because these are friends that you've maybe known for a long time or a short period of time, but there are people who say, hey, you know, I really want to save up for a wedding. I really want to save up for a home. I really want to pay off this loan. You know, I had a really bad experience with credit cards, and I really want to, you know, end the payments that I have and pay it all off by this time, mm -hmm. right? I, we had a really intimate moment of, you know, fears uh, and goals that we just wouldn't otherwise have a conversation about. Yeah, I I absolutely love that, Alex. And I'm I'm like pausing here because I'm honestly scribbling down notes of what you're saying <laughs> from number one, other podcasts, number two, kind of how you thought about approaching things from your lens coming from, you know, unearthing that anxiety through therapy. And it, it's so, I want to say like beautiful, how you were able to bring all of those all of those things together, all those people together into one space and create this experience that number one, probably unified you as a friend group, if there were kind of common themes, but then two, probably really inspired you to keep going, right? Because one of the hardest parts that I feel personally is when I'm working towards a financial goal and maybe I haven't socialized that goal. Maybe I haven't told everyone, you know, I, I want to max out my 401k. Um, and then in the months where my my paycheck, my direct deposit is really, really low. Like I feel stressed about that. I would want to be able to, to talk to someone, talk to you, Alex, talk to Liam about, mm -hmm. you know what? Like my direct deposit came in and it paid for rent and there's like $3 left. <laughs> Guys, I kid you not, that happened to me a couple weeks ago. And I had an oh shit moment because I was like, oh my gosh, like I know I'm doing this for the right reasons. Like here I am maxing out the 401k, I'm getting the match, I'm checking all the boxes. But uh, what I really missed in that moment was being able to like to look, latch on to someone else that was already close in my immediate circle to help me through that rather than, which is what I did, go back to my books, go back to my articles, my podcasts, like still get that information in, um, you know, like f from the industry. But I mean, so much more powerful if that, if that could come from a, a long-term friend, I feel like. Mm -hmm. So it's sounding almost from, from what I'm hearing from both of you, like you need that sense of accountability, mm. right? So Alex, would you say that was one of the big goals of the night? And I guess, how did you work towards that? Do you feel like in just in daily passing, you feel comfortable shooting a friend a text or, or just kind of 
rekindling the conversation? I think I, I do like the part that you said. I think a part is accountability. I think there were two parts that I had. Um, so one, because the first half was just kind of doing a reflection. And we also had a section of like writing down your financial fears and anxieties mm. and why you felt that way in everyone's relationship with money. Um, the, sec- the second half, um, which we didn't get to. So my recommendation to your original question, don't do all this in one sitting. <laughs> this is a two-part yeah. like wine night. The first half was personal reflection. After a few glasses of wine, we started kicking. We had a good productive hour and a half. The other and a half, hour and a half, we got nothing done. <laughs> but the- <laughs> I, I feel like that's good though, right? Like honestly, yeah. <laughs> you get your girlfriends together, you, you pop open a bottle of wine. If you don't end up on some random topic, then you did it wrong. Just, yeah, just my right. opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There's anything Let left it. in the wine bottle. <laughs> exactly, <Look>. that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the second piece of the workshop that we had to reschedule was um, actually doing the work required. Mm. And I think that's the accountability piece. Um, and so okay. this accountability piece was showing up because what we would do is print out well, what I wanted to do, but, you know, save the environment, print out our <laughs> bank statements over the past 12 months. And it's not to, like, shame ourselves, but it's to make ourselves aware of the, what we spent the habits, and then we can look back on what were our financial goals last year and this year, what were our values and what were our financial fears, and where is there any misalignment. Mm. And then from there, then we can commit to steps, intentions, and habits to achieve our goals. So very similar to what Leslie spoke about, you know, when you do have a moment where you're questioning a financial decision, or maybe not even questioning, but it's hitting you in a way you didn't expect, then you can reach out to someone and have that conversation. Or even in moments, we can be more compassionate about individuals. You know, we always want to say, oh, my God, like, let's go get drinks or let's brunch. And when someone is saying, oh, you know, actually, I'm going to sit this one out. Mm-hmm. Opposed to saying, oh, no, no, you have to come. You know, take a moment and say, oh, yeah, like, this person is, like, paying off their loans. Or this person is, you know, allocating so much to their 401k right now or is paying for someone's tuition. Well, maybe let me host the brunch at my house. It's $50 in total. Five people coming over. $10 per person. You know, so it, I think it is to hold not only well, yourself accountable, but to be able to um, be thoughtful about other people's experiences and how we're spending money as a group. Yeah, oh, awesome points. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you really planted the seed on this topic of having this conversation with friends, right? This financial conversation with friends. And I, I want to make sure our listeners know how this seed can blossom and grow into its own wealth journey. What are our actionable takeaways here to help these seeds become plants? I'll start off here, guys. One of my favorites, and this is more for a drive-by situation, so maybe in a one-off, not necessarily a a gathering like Alex has had, but um, I I love the suggestion to always ask your friends questions. Um, Maybe you want to start a conversation about finances but um, you you don't know how to get that started. And the most humbling thing to do is to ask for someone's advice, even if you think you already know the answer or you think you already know what you want to do. So my takeaway here is socializing. One of my favorite things to do is just ask questions to your friends about money, about what they're doing with money, um, to be able to get that conversation started on a more ad hoc basis. But Alex, I'm, I'm curious, what, what would be your kind of quick takeaway here? I think my takeaway is be patient with yourself and where you're coming from and where you're looking to go and to, you know, have a circle. It takes a village to get things done. 
So, you know, don't take shame and maybe any, you know, financial woes that you have, but know that you can get to where you want to go and you'll get there much faster collectively. Mm. Yeah. And then I would add talking finances does not have to be so formal, right? We were talking about it. You have a wine night, you find out what you value, and then you align that with your finances. Um, it, it could be having a beer with a friend, right? So that's that's kind of the, the premise of this show, too. We want you to be able to enjoy this with a drink in your hand or if you're commuting to work. Kind of an all-purpose, right? Mm-hmm. But not both <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yeah, both at the same time, right? Please go. Um, Unless you're taking the subway. Yeah. And, and I am sad to wrap this topic for now, but I want to take a moment and celebrate an incredible real growth moment from another one of our listeners. Um, it was actually on our episode about the coronavirus um, where we, we, were, we were talking about just ways to invest. Should I put all my money in the market right now? And we introduced that idea of dollar cost average of maybe getting in little amounts at a time. Uh, we had a listener actually write in and say that they wanted to put all of the money they had aside in the market. And the next two days, it was down 20%. But after listening to our episode, they actually decided against doing that and decided to dollar cost average it out. They only put about a tenth of that pool of money and they plan to do so for the next few weeks and gradually get in so they don't hit the highs of highs and lows of lows, right? Oh, that's awesome. Takes that emotion out of it. That is so awesome. Congrats to you, listener. We honestly love bringing up these stories because we know it's not just me, it's not just Liam, it's not just Alex beginning our wealth journeys and seeking happiness in real time. So listeners, thank you so much for joining us and please continue to share your challenges and your growth moments. Yes, I'm glad you mentioned that. Go to the link in our Seeds podcast description, share your experiences with us. We'd love to help you achieve your goals and celebrate you when you do. Yes, cannot wait to be part of that journey. In the meantime, subscribe to Seeds to stay up to date with our community as we collectively pursue happiness. Lastly, big shout out to Alex. Alex, great to chat with you again for weighing in on the topic of chatting with your friends, finances. Uh, We always love chatting with you, Alex. Where can listeners follow up and keep up with your journey? Yeah, so I'm not super big on social media, but... Uh, they can always reach out via email. <laughs> we love that. Hey. Super responsive. Yes. Own it. Um, so you can hit me up at A-L-E-X-S-W-I-F at umich.edu, so go blue. Um, <laughs> or hit me up on my LinkedIn profile at Alexandria Swift. Awesome. awesome. Thanks I, so much, Alex. Thanks, Alex. And listeners, we'll talk to you next week. Signing off. Signing off. Signing off.